Google Bart is Google's answer to OpenAI's ChatGPT. Does it hold a candle to it? Mm, well, a $120 billion mistake on the day of its launch says otherwise. Let's talk about it. This is Don't Fear Grit with Rob Taormina. Marketing strategies and advertising technologies to help you build a better business. Well, all the talk over the last two months has been centered around chat GPT, and it's gotten the attention of everyone from young kids to old people. And people are, are either loving it, calling it an answer to the prayer, or they're hating it, saying it's the devil in disguise. Wherever the case may be for you, the fact is it has taken the world by storm and it is absolutely a game changer. It is a market disruptor to the point where it has the attention of Google and like many other people are trying to desperately play this game of catch up to release their own version of it so that they don't get sort of lost in the shuffle here. Because one of the things that people were saying right off the bat is that it is better than Google search, um, that it actually reveals all of the, um, the the bad aspects and the challenges and the problems that people and the struggles people have with Google search and that ChatGPT solves all those problems. So it's going to be the new search. So Google, obviously, like I was saying before, felt like, oh, we got to really quickly come up with our own product and really, really quickly bring it to market before that happens. So they did just that. And they released... Google Bard. I will probably say right off the bat that the name is should should even reveal to you how their launch went. But Google Bard, you just do a, a little search on Google and says what you know Google's answer to ChatGPT. And right off the bat, they have right at the front the first thing that everyone's going to read within the search is a big claim. Now, we all know about making big claims, right? Well, this is what's about to happen here. Let's read this. Bard. And it says, and on Monday, for those of you, by the way, who are not watching on YouTube, there's my little disclaimer. I know if you're listening, I'm going to do my best to describe this. But those of you who are watching this particular podcast episode, you're going to be able to see the reference here. But we got this Google search open, and I search Google answer to chat GBT, and this is what it says. Bard. And on Monday, Google presented Bard, its own AI chatbot. The tool, which is currently in the testing phase, works very similar to ChatGPT, although Google says that it is more powerful and reliable. It draws on information from the web to provide fresh, high-quality responses. Now, the problem with making a claim like this, where it says, Google says that it is more powerful and reliable, right? It's saying it's more powerful, more reliable than chat GPT. That it creates fresh, high quality responses. Now we're going to pay attention to that because their launch, like you can't script this stuff is it's so ridiculous what actually happens. They make a claim that it's more powerful and what more reliable? Well, on their launch, this is what happens, is it makes a big mistake, and it's caught by everyone, and in the, in the impact of it, the negative impact on Google is felt financially, and we're going to go over that in a second, um, but on its launch, on its sort of like public demo to the world, right? This is the, obviously the world is watching at this point, right? Everyone's using ChatGPT, they're loving it, There's there, everyone is saying this, it's a threat to Google. Google need, need, needs to respond quickly and they need to respond efficiently and accurately with quality, right? 
And so they do everything, right? They develop it. Great. They have a release date. That's really quick. Awesome. It's going to be this week. Everything's so far so good, right? Now they just need their demo, their live demonstration to go really, really well. Remember, they're making this big claim that not only is it just an answer to it, it can do what ChatGPT does. It's making a claim that's going to be more reliable than ChatGPT, more accurate than ChatGPT. On its live demonstration, it totally messes up. And it gets wrong a question as it relates to the James Webb Space Telescope. And it just completely botches it up. And as a result of this botch, Google loses $120 billion in valuation based on the crash that experiences, for them anyway, on the stock market. And this is what happens right here. Literally, this is sort of like you can sort of see as far as time is concerned, all of a sudden they're doing their live demonstration. It makes this massive error and then boom, look at that um, that chart right there. You can see the moment where all of a sudden it just dips way, way down. And that's literally the moment where this video, this live demonstration was going on. It screws up royal royally and Google does its best to limit the damage. And if you do some Google searches, it's not a predominant piece of information, but as we all know how social media works, it can go viral very, very quickly. It does, and it, everyone gets a hold of it, and their stock market in that moment just dips, uh, dips big time, actually. Um, and um, let's get back to the article here to show you guys exactly sort of what happened. Uh, but in as part of the demonstration, I'll show you actually the video, uh, this clip of the video in, in a moment of the of the demonstration. But the question is, what new discoveries from the James Webb Space Telescope can I tell my nine-year-old about? Innocent enough, simple enough, right? James Webb, everyone knows about, about the James Webb now, what's going on, the images are amazing that it's bringing back. It wants to say, hey, what's something really cool and fun that I can tell that, and it'll excite the interest in my nine-year-old, right? That's a really simple question. And, but at the same time, a moldable child, we better be delivering now information that is accurate, right? Well, the AI tool responds in three bullet points as this article is outlining right here. The problem is the last one, the last bullet point is inaccurate. It's making this claim that it's the first picture of this particular um, a planet outside of our solar, solar system, and that's a lie. It's not. The first picture of this particular uh, planet or a planet outside of our solar system happened in 2004, as outlined here. And here, as I'll show you guys, um, this is now the, a, a clip of that moment. They're doing a live demonstration of where the Bard, Google Bard, uh, messes up. And you can see it's prompting it with the question, what new discoveries from the James Webb Telescope can I tell my nine-year-old about? Enter, and then it delivers these three answers. And as you can see, the last uh, one of the answers um, is just wrong. And that's a problem. Now, it's one thing if you release this and you d add the disclaimer that, by the way, by the way, for the record, ChatGPT did. They released it and they admitted, listen, it's not perfect. It does need people to use it. It needs to be refined. It will be improved and do not use the first draft. It, it literally, it was honest about its representation of the product. And because of them being honest up front, it allowed for more mass adoption without too much criticism. 
Google does something completely different. Now, remember what they did? Remember this claim? What Google does is their way of answering ChatGPT is not only releasing the product, but to exaggerate the representation of the product, misinform the general public who's already thinking this anyway, and it's a catastrophe. The one thing that could undo this whole thing literally happens. They they don't apparently they don't have a good relationship with Murphy's law, right? Uh, they this was this was this was not good. This was not smart damage control on the part of Google to number one, I think, release this too quickly without doing more tests to pr- prevent this from happening because they could have. They could have absolutely, as part of the demonstration, already pre-programmed it with a question and already sort of even reviewed the answers that it was going to give. That you you can do that, and I, I don't know. I doubt that they did that based on the fact that there was an error. And number number two. When you're going to release something, especially this quickly and as a response, don't make claims that you can't back up with evidence. You you can't do that. Because the second the evidence floats to the top, because the cream will always float, right? It will always rise. You're always going to find out. You, you If you are going to build a claim based on lies, the lies is a, is a weak foundation and you're going to crumble. And in this case, this is what happened. They decided to build up the reputation and expectation of Google Bard by making a claim that they actually had no evidence to support. And as a result, what happened? It's a $120 billion mistake. Now, will Google fix this? Yes, I have no doubt that Google's team will absolutely get back to the drawing board here and fix it. Do I think Google Bard has potential? I I do think it has potential, and I think it could be a great thing. But now all of a sudden, you have just set yourself way back because you had you everyone has one chance at a first impression. They just ruined it. So now they got to really claw the way back over a, probably a long period of time. And they're going to have to release things that are, in fact, a lot better than ChatGPT. And I think that's where they're going to struggle because ChatGPT already has a head start. They already have a head start. They already have a lot of people using it, mass adoption. It's helping them improve it because it's open source, right? It's open AI. And um, I, I think it's going to be really, really hard for now Google to make up that that distance here. And uh, they're going to have to figure out their game plan because even prior to ChatGPT being released, they already took a big hit back at uh, during like Q3 when they released that their prof, uh, released that their profits and their revenue is down. So they were already in the midst of a sort of an, an environment and at a time of Google where they were struggling a little bit. And I think this is a huge blow to Google and Google barred. I think I don't think this launch could have been. <laughs> Right, any worse. I don't want to say that because it can always be worse, I guess. But this, this was this was rough. This was really, really rough. Um, so a couple things, uh, takeaways. Number one, don't do what Google did here. Right, you never want to make a big, bold claim that's exaggerated. You want to manage proper expectation so that ultimately the result is going to be consistent with the claim that you're making. And in this case, it their their result didn't match their claim. So that's a really good lesson, even for everyone in life, whether it be relationships in business, in project, it doesn't matter, is you need, if you're going to make claims, you better be able to back it up with evidence, right? So that's a really, really big takeaway. Another big takeaway, honestly, is if a conglomerate like Google is now reacting, almost like, honestly, this this appears to me like almost like a desperate play how quickly they, they did this. 
Um, but if a if a major tech company like Google is reacting to the chat GPT response, that also sort of gives it more credibility. I'm talking about chat GPT's credibility. So you need to pay attention to it. If you haven't used it, you need to start using it. And when I say use it, just just on the side as a hobby experiment for fun. I'm not saying necessarily you're going to open it for the first time and be like, I got to today figure out how I can integrate this into my life. I'm not saying that, but at the very least open it, access it, play around with it, have some fun with it, understand it a little bit more because the more you use it, the more understanding you'll have of its capabilities, then you'll be in a better position to be able to figure out where it fits in your life, in your business. Um, so, and it can, and it can be in like a really, really great, uh, tool in that regard. Um, so that's today's episode. I saw that headline. I wanted to like talk to you guys about this and have an episode dedicated to it. I'm really curious. Um, have you used chat GPT? What's been your experience so far? Did you in fact watch the launch of Google Bard and what's your thoughts on that? If you're watching this on YouTube, Blow up the comments right now, and I'm really curious what your thoughts are on ChatGPT, on Google Bard, and now the relationship between these two. It's really interesting to me. I think every single day is going to present something something really fun for us, and I think the next few months are going to be really, really exciting um, to be a, you know, a business owner and to observe technology. I think it's going to be absolutely uh, really, really cool, and it's, it's, like, it's like the Wild West right now. It's awesome. I love this. I love the fact. Also, I'm going to end on this. I love the fact that um, finally there is a competitor to a conglomerate, like a massive monopoly like Google that is forcing now Google to react. Like we never thought that, that would happen. And here we are. It is happening in our lifetime. It is pretty cool. And that's honestly, I think it's just going to benefit general consumers. We are going to benefit from the big guys competing because that means they're going to release more features, more options, more opportunities at a more affordable level. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Do me a favor, like, comment, subscribe, do all that really, really cool stuff. If you're a listener of the podcast, awesome. Share this with someone. If you haven't yet gone to our YouTube channel though and subscribe there, do me a favor. We're going to be doing a lot more content even outside of the main show. Like the main show is Don't Fear Grit and we're always going to have our our open long format there. Uh, But we're going to be doing some more things and, and chopping things up into smaller formats and releasing that only on our YouTube channel. So do me a favor. If you can find this on YouTube, Don't Fear Grit, subscribe to that channel and start commenting on some stuff. That would be huge as well. Guys, appreciate you guys. Remember, don't Don't fear the process and don't fear grit. Take care. We'll see you next time.